0: Let's have a bonus episode about making boring B2B subjects interesting. And this time, let's ask Brian McCready at Adelshaw Goddard. Hello, listener. You are extremely welcome to... Well, let's call it episode 106 and a half of B2B Q&A, the podcast that goes in search of an answer to your question about B2B content writing. My name's David Maguire. I'm creative director at Radix Communications, the B2B writing agency. And as it's just a sort of mini episode, I don't actually have a guest co-host this time. We'll put that right next time. You might remember last time we answered this question from Dave Briggs. My name's Dave Briggs. I'm the marketing manager at Nash Co. Solicitors in Plymouth. And my question is, how can I take a fairly dry and some might say boring, uh, non-sexy service, such as law, which is often laden with jargon, and turn it into something that people actually want to read? We got some brilliant answers from Catherine Wildman and Robin Collinge, but they are both copywriters. So I thought to give us a marketer's perspective... I got in touch with someone that knows this territory really well and who has long experience of making legal stuff interesting. That's Brian McCready, the head of
1: marketing at Adleshaw Goddard. And
0: Brian was kind enough to send us this.
1: Hi, I'm Brian McCready. I'm the head of marketing at an international law firm called Adelshaw Goddard. And I was asked the question how can I take a fairly dry, some might say, boring, non-sexy service such as law, which is often laden with jargon and it into something people actually want to read. Um, I guess I have to protest before I provide an answer. I think the law is pretty sexy. Without it, trade can't happen. And it's an industry full of incredibly smart, busy, often pressured people making really big risk decisions to keep companies safe. And, and so I've always found it to be alive with emotive issues and human angles um, so if, if anybody wants a fresh perspective on the law you, you can go to our law firm website slash poetry uh, and get a whole bunch of fresh perspectives where we've invited poets to offer what they think about the law so just, just sharing that in case uh, any, anybody wants a different viewpoint on the law but but back to the question you know, how do we find more interesting angles on, on topics that might on the surface it seemed quite dry. So I've worked in several B2B industries and the same apply. answers apply to the law as, as other subjects are fine. So one possibility is to not necessarily focus on the law and instead focus on how the law impacts people. You know, if we can find that the outcomes that potential clients and buyers care about or their barriers to progress then that can become the focus of what we want to write about. Uh, you know, if we can find sources of tension in our client worlds and offer a strong opinion about that, it, it, it's likely to be more evocative. So a process I often follow is to consider the human that we're aiming to help have a clear view on how our topics impact that person uh, and bring those impacts to life in the most interesting way possible, perhaps using stories or humor, provocation, strong opinions. Uh, Essentially, we're just looking for the most interesting aspect of the topic and then bring that interesting aspect to life somehow. So just, just a couple of quick examples maybe to elaborate on that. So my team and I once delivered a real estate law seminar where we looked at what was changing in real estate but to make that point more provocatively, we twisted the theme to focus on what was turning real estate on its head for the people that worked in the industry and then, to further bring that to life, when guests arrived at our physical seminar, we turned we suspended a city upside down over the heads of the people as they walked into the room just to kind of make the point. Just one other example, maybe at the start of the the pandemic, we wanted to offer fresh perspectives to clients on how to transact amid all the uncertainty. So we summarised the top five to seven issues that decision makers should consider when delivering major corporate transactions back in that surreal environment we found ourselves in during the, the initial lockdown. And then to bring that to life in the most interesting and relatable way, we brought the surreal times to life of the pandemic using Picasso-inspired imagery. So those are a couple of ways forward. And, and, And us marketers don't necessarily need to come up with those creative ideas or those leaps. We don't need to do that ourselves. If we each have creative ideas, then great. But we're of course often better served, focusing, I find, on the objectives and the strategy and the calls to action and the results. So if we each need some new inspiration, some new creative ideas, the time-honoured answer is to hire a great agency and let them do their thing. Um, but, But there is one last little imperative of that I wanted to share. If the ideas that we get pitched by our agencies don't make us equally excited and nervous, we're probably not pushing things hard enough to stand out. Every marketer that I know, their threshold for what makes them nervous varies. I find the confidence to push boundaries comes with time. So the convenient truth is just to push it as hard as that's, that's right for us and right for the brands that we work with. But I think we must each always remember that if 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 a piece of content, if a piece of marketing doesn't actually move us and, and I mean by that genuinely invoke a smile or a wow or some serious intrigue it's almost certainly won't move the reader or listener either and and just to close, you know the writer Robert Frost offered some sage advice on that when he said you know no tears in the writer, no tears in the reader, no surprise for the writer. There's no surprise for the reader. So if it doesn't surprise or evoke us in any way, it won't evoke the reader. So we do have to find that, that creative twist ourselves or with agencies. Um, I, I hope that helps, but uh, just want to say one last shout out for the law. It's, a, it's an amazing B2B sector to work in.
0: Oh, Brian, I-, I knew you'd be great at this. Thank you so much. And... I couldn't agree more. It is not about somehow making a subject sexy or interesting. It's understanding what's already inherently interesting about it and bringing that to the fore. And a lot of the time, that is the human element. And I love the point about um, needing to feel a little bit nervous um, about your ideas, but that everyone's mileage may vary, of course. Plus, Robert Frost, what's not to like? Dave, I hope you're satisfied not just with last month's answers, but also with the insight that Brian's given you here. Um, For those of us who aren't lucky enough to work in commercial law... Well, there's plenty we can uh, apply there too. So, very short and sweet episode this month. We'll be back answering another in a bit more detail next time. And remember, it could be your question we answer in a future episode. If you have a question for B2B and a to answer, email a voice memo to podcast at radix-communications.com or find us on social media. You can also get in touch with us on Twitter at radix.com or on LinkedIn. Next time, we'll dive into a question in a bit more detail with all the normal stuff like copywriting pro tips that you'd expect. I'll see you next time for another B2B Q&A, B2B Q&A. B2B Q&A.